This podcast is produced by Unedited. Hello, dreamers, and welcome to the Dreamers Disease podcast with myself, Alex Manzi. And this is the final leg. It's part four of my travel diary from Japan. And I'm with Tamir and Adam, and we are currently on the train to the airport. We're literally on the train. Uh, me and Adam are sharing a double seat, and Tamir is on the floor in front of us. Yeah, it's surprisingly comfortable down here. Is it? Yeah, I've got a heater on my back. Oh, nice. That sounds so nice. I'm, How are we feeling? It. How are we feeling other than that? Pretty rough. Pretty rough, yeah. We, if I'm being honest. We... Um, I mean, it sounded like a really great idea at the time. We bet you can hear it in my voice as well. Actually, we haven't slept pretty much, but we did. We didn't really drink, so we did it the clever way of not drinking. We just went for one kind of last night out. Yeah, we um, played the long game. We played the long game. Yeah, and we had we basically had an hour back at our hostel to pack up stuff um, and get ourselves to the station. So. Yeah, this might not be the most energetic of the episodes, but we what have... What a night, though. What a night. It was a great night. It actually was a really great night. But we, we are now, yeah, going to, I guess, sum up what we've been up to in the last few days. Because we've done, we've done a lot, but we've not done a lot at the same time. Um, so, at the end of the last episode, you heard that we were just arrived in Hiroshima. Um, and, yeah, Hiroshima was quite... I didn't know what to expect, really. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard that people there are really friendly... Yeah, and I've, and it's a really interesting historical place to see. Other than that, I didn't really know what to expect. But yeah, we had a great time. We did, we did, and 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 I guess like the kind of history behind Hiroshima is a very sad history, really, because it's known for being the first city to ever be to ever have a, an atom bomb dropped to, to have a, a, a yeah a, a nuclear bomb dropped on it in in combat. Um, so the story of the city was that in 1946. What was it? The 6th of August. At 8.15 in 1946. Well remembered. It's what we learned in the museum. 45, sorry, 1945. It's close. An atom bomb was dropped uh, over the city and it detonated 600 metres above the city. 600 metres above the city. And essentially decimated pretty much 80%, 85% of everything within a two kilometre radius. Yeah. Um, And by the end of that year, over 140,000 people had lost their lives. So very, very sad history. But it was also incredible to see how, not just not just learn about the history because we, we did like the museum, we went to the bomb site, which is pretty much the whole city is the bomb site. But there's like specific monuments that are still standing yeah. as a kind of. I mean, what token. was what was interesting for me and I, I guess for all of us here is to to hear it from maybe another perspective. Mm. So we've all we've all done it for those that did GCSE history. It was <coughs> covered. We we you know. And we always thought, well, we don't know whether we're here in the other side. But what I was surprised with was how it was it was near enough as we knew it. But yeah. what really humbled me as well is that Japanese, well, and the, within the museum, it, it seemed it didn't seem biased at all. No, it was very fact based, wasn't it? Was it was very factual. Um, you know, they didn't hide behind you know what they did mm. before that mm-hmm. that led to the escalation. Um, I just. But overall, it was just such a sobering experience. Yeah, massively. And I think for me, what was really incredible was that because it was such a fact-based way that they're telling it, they, they, they've got this museum and the, the famous dome structure, which is the, the... I can't remember what the building was before, but it was like a factory-type building which had a dome on it and um, which is still standing in the city, which you can see was completely like decimated by the bomb. And they've, they've used that particular building to still be standing and the museum as a kind of... 
um, a reminder and it's it's something they wanted to keep it there as a reminder ne- never to allow this to happen again yeah exactly as, as a kind of like we w- this is why nuclear bombs and war should not be happening and their kind of message is, is trying to promote the fact that it shouldn't be happening and I thought that was very very it was very Japanese in a way yeah very Japanese and it was also incredible in the museum itself that they had countdowns to like the last time an a- atomic bomb was used or tested uh, they had those those video testimonials from people who lived through the experience which was very very eye-opening it, some it's mad to think that there are still people alive today who lived through that exactly. what what on earth yeah what kind of effect that must have had yeah. on them but what i found incredible was the fact that this was only 70 years ago and walking around the city you would never have known other than the the, the dome building which they've left there for that purpose they've rebuilt the whole city in 70 years it's incredible and it's thriving it's thriving it's, it's alive and i mean even when we were in the museum and they there was kind of a timeline of how they rebuilt the city even within 10 15 years mm. it started to have life mm. well it, it, it would, just shows did, you didn't they have in a museum they started the cleanup process literally the day after it happened yeah, they literally had a plan it was incredible yeah so that was that was very very eye-opening um and then the following day uh, if, if you remember at the, the end of the last episode we, we mentioned some Spanish girls that we got talking to in Kyoto in our hostel um, the day before we left for Hiroshima and they recommended that we go to Miyajima Island and they recommended a particular hike um, so basically Miyajima Island is famous for having a um, it's the floating gate the floating gate is called that's it and it's, it's one of the kind of gates to the temple which is it's not floating because it sits in the sand in the water yeah. but when the tide comes in it looks like it's floating on the water it's a really famous image yeah, very famous, and that's that's what we thought Mia Jim was all about. Was we go, we look at the gate, we look at the shrine, happy days, we go home. But we found so much more. Oh, yeah, it was it was a magical place. We did the Daisho N Trail. That was yes. the hike that the girls told us about. And there's a, a the Daisho N Temple at the beginning of the hike, which didn't you, I think you read that it was one of the oldest Buddhist temples in Japan. Yeah, it was one. I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but it was founded in. 806 the year 806 1200 years ago um and we spent an hour we spent an hour walking around the temple and it was incredible it was just that there was so much peace and like i don't know hundreds and hundreds of little buddha statues yeah for some reason we haven't worked out why yet but lots of them have little bobble hats on yeah yeah that was pretty interesting little knitted hats Yeah, some of them looked like football fans, didn't they? They did, yeah, little red and white Arsenal fans. <laughs> <laughs> but that was amazing, just walking around that temple. And then we, we stumbled across as we were leaving, there was a... Um, we heard the drums, didn't we? We heard the drums from the prayer room. So we kind of went up to see if we could poke our heads in. And to our surprise, there was actually people in there. So we kind of like snuck in the back. There was only like three people, four people. We kind of snuck in the back and... Um, we, well, we watched the rest of it yeah. and it was... It was really um, well. It, was, it felt spiritual, didn't it? I mean, that, I felt so at ease just sat there, like because the, the 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 monk was kind of sat on his I don't know what you would call it in Buddhism, but he, essentially what it's like, army mat. Yeah, but it, like it's essentially like his altar, and he's got like his drum. He had the other little um, the other thing he was hitting it was like a it was like a cymbal type thing. Yeah, it? it sounds like he was playing the drums. He wasn't. He and and he was doing his whole sort of process and doing the the, the chants and the the kind of humming. Um, and it was just like it was just amazing just to be sat in that room and watch that process from from what would have been a a prayer process that's been passed down from eight, 806 till now yeah and it felt like it 
it it was cool. It was really interesting to see. And um, and don't forget that he then nearly tried to rip me off when I, I wanted to buy my mum a little Buddha statue oh, from yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I asked him how much it was. It was 18 million yen. <laughs> it was yeah. Like a house. Yeah, he got, <laughs> he did, he got his fair, numbers I think he was up. just a little bit confused he but it was it was very funny he got his thousands and his millions mixed up yeah he just got a little bit confused we'll yeah. forgive him we'll forgive but also him. what was what i thought was amazing was after he finished the prayer ceremony he turned around and started talking to the japanese couple that were next to us and he was like well, i mean we can understand him but he was definitely cracking jokes with he them was completely just seemed completely normal he, from great what, sense of humor yeah. making them laugh from what we could tell he was saying that he had a runny nose during the process and he was trying hard to not let the but like <laughs> the, the, the the snot drip down onto his mat that's what we got from the kind of hand gestures and the, it the was laughing. Good five ten minutes, he was talking to them. Yeah, like yeah, really giving his time. Yeah, it was really amazing. Really nice guy, and he even gave us like a little like, you know. Yeah, he acknowledged. Look, he acknowledged the people there. Nod and um, that was cool. So that was amazing. And then, so once we'd done the temple thing, we then started this hike, which um, essentially what the Daishu Inn hike. There's three trails in Miyajima Island. There's I can't remember the name of the other two, but the the Daishu Inn one's the one that goes down the middle, and it's the least steep of the three, um, and it's pretty much paved the whole way, isn't it, with yeah. steps? Um, but oh my god, it's very tough. very uneven <laughs> steps. Oh my god, it is tough. Yeah, if that one's the least steep, I don't even want to try the other ones. Oh god, I mean, we we oh my, but we um we basically hiked up this mountain for an hour and a half maybe two hours yeah. and it was just starting to get really warm wasn't it the sun was starting to come out and the, what I found amazing about it was we kind of knew how long the hike was going to be but they, all the way up there was no signage there was signage no, just like the, this. the only the only sign that there were was the snakes yeah the snakes so beware of poisonous snakes yeah <laughs> which had us that might have slowed us down a little bit yeah exactly it had us like keeping our eyes on the floor instead of like admiring what was going on around us but that even the hike, the hike was beautiful, like through the mountain, along the through, kind of river. Through the, through the forest, like jungle. Yeah. It's nice. And about halfway through, because um, we, we got quite tired at one point and it got quite warm, we were sat at one of the kind of rest areas, checkpoints, and then Amanda popped up out of, popped out of nowhere, who yeah. we'd actually met the night before at the hostel. Yeah, we started chatting yeah, to her, yeah. It's another great example about how you just, you know, you might meet, someone on your travels and you it's amazing how many times you just literally randomly stumble across yeah. them again and she ended up joining us for the rest of the she hike and the following day which we'll come on to in a minute but yeah so that we did the hike and it was i really enjoyed it I, it was tough it was very tough at times and you know it was quite frustrating when we literally had no idea how long how long we had left of the hike and what we were getting ourselves into at the top yeah because we didn't know i mean we didn't pack for it we didn't no. you know we didn't have walking shoes we didn't have we, we were wearing jeans basically yeah whatever trainers we had on that day um and it was getting pretty warm <laughs> but it was it was beautiful wasn't it once oh, to, you want to talk about once you got to the top oh my that for me like that I came to Japan for a particular, a particular moment and a feeling that I wanted to have and I didn't know when or where it was going to come I thought it was going to come in Kyoto um, it did not come in Kyoto um, but basically we got to the top of the finally we got to the top of the mountain after it was probably about two hours we got to the top of the mountain and it was just it was just a scene of a 360 view of the whole island it and was it literally was, we were literally like plonked on a rock on the top of the mountain overlooking the whole island and there wasn't many people out there there was maybe 30 people 
Um, Let's was, just say a lot of panoramics were taken. A lot of panoramics, and there was a there was a kind of viewing platform that you could you could climb up a couple of stairs to because we needed what we needed right then was more stairs and climb up a couple of stairs and you got a real like clear 360 view but it was also just to the side of that a, a cluster of rocks that you could sort of climb your way up onto in a very like which uh, I took a pass on yeah you took a pass on me and Adam gave it a go and we, we got chatting to um, Tony and Mason, Mason. Uh, Tony was from France Mason from Australia and we were just sat on this rock with this amazing scenery. The sun was beating down. We were chatting to these two really cool guys. Clear blue and sky. Clear blue sky. And it was just so peaceful. Like, yeah. I, I felt so at ease in that moment. And I, I was more than happy to stay out there for, like, a couple of hours. But we didn't, just didn't have the time because we didn't want to be hiking back down the mountain in, in the, the dark. The only regret was that we didn't have any beers. Yeah, because that would have been the perfect moment. Um, but just to explain the view, I mean... You got on one side it was literally lush green from the kind of this kind of forestry Forest, yeah. on the on the island that we were on on the other side you could look back at the whole of Hiroshima yeah and it's it's got kind of a beautiful back setting of mountains and then you're out to the to the sea and it's like little little islands dotted across the sea <laughs> I mean it was it was something worth painting um it was it was more than that i think like and i think i said it to you boys that for the previous few days before that i'd kind of <coughs> been waking up every morning with really anxious like thoughts and feelings about getting back to london because it was less than a week um getting back to london and not having work and stuff lined up and having that kind of fear of like oh my god what what's going to happen when i get home but that moment there just really just brought me back down to a level of like that stuff is important but it's also not that important because there's just so much beauty and peace and tranquility out there in the world that it, it doesn't really matter like what matters is the experience that you're having and that was like that's why I enjoyed that moment so much myself um, yeah it was breathtaking it was and that was that was yeah I mean my, yeah the only regret was that we weren't there longer and then basically what we did after that is we then had to hike back down the mountain so we, we chose one of the steep trails yeah, down we, yeah that was tough as well we I ended up in my bum a few times we took the, na the nature route wasn't it nature route to see animals and plants and we no did. snakes we, we saw no snakes but we saw some deer on the way down which was cool um, and that, again that took us about an hour and a half but what it did is it, we, we timed it perfectly because as Ac we accidentally timed it perfectly accidentally timed it perfectly we got by the time we got back down, the floating shrine, uh, floating gate, sorry, was now the, the tide had come all the way in because when we arrived, the tide was all the way out and there's people standing around the gate, so it was just a bit messy. But now the tide had come in, so the floating gate was in full action and floating in inverted commas. But in the mountain range that you could see behind it in the background, the sun was setting, so you had this beautiful scene of like mountain range, glistening sea, floating gate, and just the orange sky behind it, and it was just. That was equally as impressive yeah. as the view, wasn't it? Really? It was nice to spend a bit of time there taking some photos. It's good. Yeah, so that was that was a definite, like, I'm very, very happy we did that. And it was, yeah. it was one of those things that we seem to have a lot of those moments that was just completely unexpected. And it just turned out so well. Like, everything's just kind of worked out really perfectly mm. timing-wise, isn't it? Um, so that was, that was probably, I mean, probably comes at the end, but that was probably one of my favourite days. Yeah, I think it goes, goes for all of us. Yeah. Um, so again it goes down to the point if, if you don't get chatting to people in the hostels and stuff if we never started speaking to those Spanish girls and asking them what they'd been up to we'd never have known about the hike we would have turned up on the island we would have seen the floating gate and we would have 
no. maybe stumbled across one of the other temples. How and did we find out about Mirjima in the first place? Was that through somebody? Christian. Christian. See, yeah, I yeah. think Christian told and us. That's again, thing, that's why, why when I come away, I don't like planning everything. Like, don't have, don't like to have a military itinerary that you have to stick to. Yeah. It's nice to just keep things free and be able to do these things when people recommend them. Yeah, we've done it fairly loosely, which has been nice. And then, yeah, so we did that and we got back and we kind of had a bit of a... Um, a social night with with some of the people in our hostel which was quite cool and then we had to get up fairly early in the morning to head over to our next yeah. destination Tamir got taken for a spin yeah we had Tamir got taken yeah we got t- chatting to his really what was her name um, yeah I can't remember her name now Nako I think it was Nako um, really friendly Japanese girl who we thought was staying at our hostel but it turns out her and her friend just came in to use the toilet but then ended up staying with us and having a chat and then spent the whole night with us. Somehow taking Tamir and a couple of others and Amanda and... Well, this is another observation. So on one of the many trips that we made to 7-Eleven to get a, a drink after another drink, um, I saw a guy driving down the road and he had a TV in his car. So where the usual, like, you, you have a sat-nav, it was just TV playing. So I asked her and, um, and I said, is that legal? She looked at me, she went, yeah. I was like, it, it can't be legal, that can't be safe. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like really nodding really happily. I was like, you drove here today, right? And she was like, yeah. I was like, do you have a TV? She was like, yeah. And then Alex quickly jumped in and was like, can you take us for a spin? Yeah. And she didn't even think twice about it. She was like, yeah, She yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to take her friend home. And she was like, wait here, five, 10 minutes. Lo and behold, she turned up took us around for a spin Alex poor Alex didn't actually get no, in the car I got shafted yet. someone else jumped in the queue that was quite funny it was funny but she was so cute she drove us around the city pointing out the castle pointing out the hospital pointing out all these landmarks whilst we were watching TV <laughs> that is amazing that's that, again that's just a one off experience isn't yeah. it it's like how many times you're going to get driven around uh, Hiroshima I know. Watching TV. It, it, it just that like, was probably one of my favourite moments. Just that uh, we got the selfies to go with it yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Once she dropped us off, she wanted another selfie. Yeah. She was so cute. And then within half an hour, because we'd exchanged Instagram, she'd sent me all the pictures as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So that was, yeah, another um, funny uh, ex- a nighttime experience. Um, and then the next morning we got up and we, en- we ended up on a train. And Amanda joined us because she was heading to the same location. Um, going to Lake Hakone which Hakone is known for its beautiful kind of scenery yeah. and it's essentially there's it's an onsen town as well it's an onsen town there's essentially five you can do this loop which is basically five different modes of transport and throughout this loop of transport there's various points where you can see Mount Fuji um, so you start off by getting like a pirate ship across the lake beautiful lake then you get a cable car up the mountain then you get a mountain train and then you get a, another train and then you get a bus and you kind of just do this loop which takes what four or five hours yeah. um, the day before we got there it was beautiful weather beautiful the day sunshine. that we were in Miyajima actually it was a yeah. beautiful weather sunshine clear skies incredible views of Mount Fuji and then what happened the day we got there uh, it was rainy cold and foggy I've never seen so much fog <laughs> in my life I've never seen so much <laughs> literally we got on the boat and you couldn't see anything you could yeah. barely see the water in front it was of the pretty, boat it was pretty spooky pirate ship ride it was it was <laughs> so um, we ended up not seeing any of the beautiful stuff and we just sacked it off and headed yeah. back to Tokyo a couple of hours earlier than we'd planned yeah. but we again yet again at our hostel we bumped into a couple of new people yeah we did yeah Dr John Dr John yeah from Australia Magali and from Magali. Toulouse yeah 
So we got we just hung out with them all day. It was yeah, nice. we did. We, and we made we, the most of a, a pretty crap situation. <laughs> yeah, we did, and we we actually spent the night before we got up to do the lake uh, loop, uh, drinking tea, green tea, and playing cards. Didn't yeah, we? Cards. Like two, we played hours. like five different games: cards, Monopoly cards, Jenga. Yeah, Jenga. Jenga again. We love a bit of Jenga. I, I think that was a re- that was one of my favourite. It was evenings. a really good evening. It was a great evening. Also, our only sober evening as well. Just to say, not we're not no we're not not that we're massive like drinkheads. It's just, just social. Drink. We've done like yeah, we've Japan done a lot of wasn't socialism. supposed to be like this, but we've met so many cool yeah. people and fun people that we want to hang out with. Exactly. Just kind of it just ends up happening. Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, after the Hakone experience, we headed back to Tokyo and we basically spent the last <coughs> couple of days just really catching up with everyone who who we've met along the way who's st- who's in Tokyo currently. So we've caught up with Ethan and Liz. We saw Dr. John again. Maggie's been Ethan with us. Ethan and Liv. Liv, sorry. I keep saying Liz as well. Lovely Liv. Lovely Liv. Posh Liv. Yeah, you've got to get her on the podcast. We, yeah, she's Best she, voice. Yeah, I'm going to get her to do my intros. Uh, great voice. And then who else? We met Flora. Flora. Um, we saw Talia again. Maggie. Um, we we, Maggie, we yeah. got the crew together. We yeah, we a big night out. We went Naomi on a and Emily. Yeah, we, yeah so we, we had like a bit, one final night out and we, we saw on the bulletin board in the hostel there was an organised pub call. Um, for like locals and uh, travellers so we thought yeah, that sounds fun yeah. I mean pub call's not my thing at all but we were like give it a go and it was actually really fun it was a really great night it, it, really felt, it felt special to have all of these people that we'd met across our trip all in one place at the same time all out on a night out with us they all got along yeah it was it was, it was was really cool we actually got to the pub call late and what was really nice we got there and they'd all already integrated yeah yeah, yeah that's right they were literally like like they'd known each other and met each other earlier yeah. and I don't know like when we got there I thought yeah this is cool like everyone gets on yeah and that was that was a great thing really and it, you know not to sound like we're blowing our own trumpet but we were kind of like the mediators of that group but everyone was just getting on with each other really well and we had, you know everyone had a really fun night out and we ended up you know going on beyond the pub call to check out like one of the clubs in Tokyo which was cool um so yeah, that was, that was a very nice kind of send-off moment. It was a messy night. Great night. <laughs> it it's was, up there in my top five nights. It out, was a great actually. night. It was a great night in the end. Um, and then, yeah, so... What were you going to say, Ad? Nothing. Nothing. Just grab the mic. Um, no, just getting ready. Just getting ready. Uh, so yeah, we're ba- so now, like I said, we're on the train. We're heading to the airport. Um, and it's been, it's been a, an awesome three weeks. And... There's been some highlights, which would be what would yeah, be your highlights? Mine, Miyajima. Yeah, hundred percent. I really loved Shiba Onsen when it was snowing. Yes. We were like sort of snow monkeys. Just I, I went out one night when you guys went to bed on my own, just walking around the little streets mm. in the snow, taking some amazing photos. And then I think just all of the people we've met. Yeah, we've I made some lifelong friends on this trip. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think there's a handful of people that we'll definitely be staying in contact with, like for sure. And I think that's really special, like yeah. to, to to know you're always going to have those kind of memories with them, and just the, the the way that you meet people and you chat to them, and you know people from different countries, different backgrounds. We've, we've met some people with incredible jobs, like actual proper jobs, not like they make our jobs just sound like so biologist, biologist, um, a geologist, a, a colorist, a colorist, some lawyers, lawyers, doctors. Um, they put us to shame, basically. Young entrepreneurs. There was the. the girl that works on rockets as well Rock- yeah jeez yeah 
she's going to be one of the, yeah, I think yeah. she said she's going to be one of the first people to go up on the uh, the Amazon rocket that goes up to space which I'm yeah we've really met some incredible yeah. people <laughs> we have it's, it's been it's, yeah like it's been amazing and I feel like uh, I feel like we haven't really had low lights, have we? Oh, another highlight was the Kobe game, the football game. That was amazing. Yeah, that was amazing. That was an amazing I mean, experience. I've still got the songs stuck in yeah, my head. Yeah, we've been singing them all week. Every now and then we just start singing them randomly in, in random public yeah. places, jumping up and down. We look a bit mad. Yeah, but, you know, doing it for the fun of it, really. Um, By the way, let's just hope that everyone that we met is says just as good things about us I, I, I'd like to think so <laughs> <laughs> imagine all like <laughs> thank god they yeah, nah. got rid of them finally we stop drinking <laughs> we um hello I'm trying to think of like we I mean I wouldn't uh, call it a low light I'd say more of a disappointment was Kyoto in general yeah we were a bit that's the only place where we've been quite unlucky with the weather there was far too many tourists so many tourists. bus loads and bus loads of tourists right. I, I, even though we're tourists I can't stand being in places yeah. with too many tourists yeah that's why again, it ruins it the, the, the Kobe experience was so good because it's not a touristy thing but you're yeah. with locals yeah. the Mia Jimma thing was an amazing experience I like to see the real side of places when exactly. I go there Kyoto felt like Disneyland yeah it did yeah it did yeah completely like queues bus it oh, was just carnage yeah. other than that well, no, I wouldn't say there's been any real disappointments yeah and a couple of dodgy meals yeah, apart from yeah, yeah we had a two bad meals yeah, which in three weeks going. and we, we practically ate three times a week and we ate well three times, three times, a, day. Three times a day sorry <laughs> we haven't had any sleep yeah we haven't any <laughs> sleep we haven't really slept so forgive us but we've probably had more meals than hours sleep in the last few days that's yeah, for sure yeah definitely but I mean we didn't you know we tried everything we wanted to try yeah you know whatever it was so. what time did we eat those noodles this morning that was breakfast at uh, five that was that was the final meal. But that was that was a tactical one because we knew that we were going to be doing this train process and that we wouldn't have time it to. Was, it was Ichiraman time. Um, it was Ichiraman time. So yeah, I think for me, I've got some. I mean, I've got a long list of stuff that you know people are already hitting me up on Instagram who who are interested in going to Japan and a long list of stuff which I can you know can now recommend people. Um, yeah, I would say cool. if anyone's listening to this and they're considering Japan, Do thinking it. about it just stop thinking and do it yeah get out of here it's one of the easiest places i've ever traveled around one of the safest friendliest yeah like people always say it's expensive it's not that expensive and all of the signs are in english yeah i was worried that we'd get here nobody could speak english all the signs would be japanese yeah. and we wouldn't know where the hell we're going well, but well, incredibly, it's been so smooth yeah incredibly when i came 11 years ago to tokyo i i, I have very like vivid memory of there being nothing in english like nothing like you know yeah. we, we can look at the tube map and there's some of the stations are written in english and yeah that, i think that was because the, they've got the rugby world cup coming up yeah, this year yeah, of course and they've got the followed by the olympics next year i think there's been a lot of preparation for that 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah and i feel like yeah i think if it, it now seems to be the time that people are traveling to to japan quite a lot yeah um which is pretty cool so yeah, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm glad we did it, but we're kind of having a bit of a sad moment because not only are we on the way to the airport, but our our trio is becoming a duo because uh, well, basically, yeah, me and Tamira on the same flight home. Adam's staying up for an extra week, and I made an executive decision yesterday that I'm going to extend and stay for another week. So I'm not leaving. You can't get leaving. rid of him in Japan. You can't, you can't get rid of me, not that easily. Well, that was the other low I was going to say is that we just. Would have loved some more time. Yeah, I'm really quite saddened that I'm leaving. 
Yeah, and I feel like and very jealous now. Yeah, yeah well, do you know what? Though? I Sorry, like mate. We'll send you some pictures we'll from Macaroni when we go yeah. back to see Mount Fuji <laughs> 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 with the views. Now I feel like we'll Photoshop him in. Yeah, I feel like for me, like, I want I want to use this week as a, a recharge week, and basically I was going to use this week in London as a recharge week. So I just thought I might as well do it in Tokyo. We're still going out tonight, though, right? No, no chance. <laughs> no, no chance. No more drinking. No more noodles. No, some noodles. I'll believe it when I see it. No, I can't. I'm getting back to yoga in the morning and meditation and early rises. Some routine. Routine. Get get back into a routine and do some work. Now, to be fair, I, I need to do a little bit of work myself, and that sounds good. Yeah, so that is it, guys. That is the end of our travel diary. Yeah, hopefully everyone's enjoyed it. If you enjoyed listening to a couple of different voices. Yeah, if you have, then obviously as always you can make sure you, you hit us up you can get me on Insta that's where I hang out the most at I am Alex Manzi at Adam McPhoto at Tamer underscore O that's Tamer underscore O like Lion Tamer yeah. underscore O but you can call him Tam Tam or Tim that's his or new Tom. travel name Tim Tam <laughs> travel name everyone needs one yeah so yeah I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to this it's been something different um, but I hope there's like lots of stuff that you could have learned from it or interested you or you know just something a bit different really and if it's something that you enjoyed let us know because who knows we might organize another trip sometime in the near future yeah and do it all again also i want to take the time to thank you alex as well oh. for bringing us in it's been a pleasure doing oh. our first podcast i was a bit nervous at the beginning but to be honest i've really enjoyed it oh at times i've been kind of pulling on your arm like when are we doing it when are we doing it when's yeah. it getting released yeah 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 how many listens we got blah, blah. It's, yeah you it's have been actually. quite exciting that's cool that's hopefully, good to hear hopefully you've done a decent job I think you have I think the feedback's been good so yeah, it's far been, it's been a really cool experience I was nervous as well at the beginning doing yeah. this but I've just just gone with it no you're sod a natural it. sod it no you're a natural might be on the radio soon we might have to make this a regular thing let's do it and on that note we'll leave it there let's make it happen let's make it happen look guys thank you as always for listening you know I appreciate the time we appreciate the time um, it means a lot we'll well, hopefully you'll hear from all of us soon. That would be nice. Yeah. I think we should try and do another trip sometime. Yeah, we've already got some, um, some ideas in the pipeline. We do, but, yeah. But for one last time for now, we'll see you. Goodbye. Goodbye, see you. <laughs>